All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth-building market insights. Hi, I'm Matt Schreiber. I've got a voice again this week. Uh, you know, last week was pretty good. If you didn't catch it, we're out there on the interweb. Uh, there's video uh, of uh, two weeks ago's podcast. Took a week off last week. Put the video out. If you didn't watch it, maybe it's slightly entertaining. I thought it was good. What'd you think, Don Schreiber? I thought it was good. You man. thought hey, I didn't think it was what? a snooze fest, man. No, man, watch that thing and see if you like it. Well, let us know. Hey, here we are with number 62. And uh, look, you know, uh, we've been a little light on on earnings season, uh, you know, so far. No, we're on 62, dude. Come on, don't jump the gun. 62. (laughs) Not 63. 63 will be next week, okay? But this week, we're going to talk a little bit about earnings because I've unearthed, I feel, you know, some really, really strong nuggets. And um, maybe you can provide us with some really beautiful insights relative to this information about this earnings season. So first, let's start with large cap. There's 420 companies through earlier today reporting in the S&P 500. And uh, earnings growth up 10.87% on Schreiber and revenue growth 6.37%. What's your initial gut check on this thing so far? Feeling good about earnings season for large cap stocks or not so good? I think we got double digit earnings. Anytime I've got a double digit earnings growth, I'm feeling pretty darn good. You like 10. it? 10.6 is 10.6 is, you know, it's in there. I got, you know, facts set on my side uh you know, they say that uh, earnings are looking like 13.1%, uh, I believe. For Yep, 13.1% for the fourth quarter, um, That's which pretty is good. a little higher. Yeah, yep. I, I like it. I like hey, it. it's, it's better little, than the that's experts That's a little bit above think, expectation. Huh? Yep. Absolutely. And, and revenue growth, 6.37% is so far pretty strong. I think we were forecasting around the 5% range, so a little bit better there, right? Closer to 7%, man, that's a good number. That could uh, bode well for, you know, first quarter uh, earnings. I'm not sure, you know. Everybody's uh, all of a sudden thrown in the towel on those first quarter earnings, man. Talking about negative numbers. Yeah, Bloomberg's forecasting a negative 1.8%, but, you know, you and I were discussing if, uh, you know, again, earnings come in a little bit stronger than the experts think, we could be, you know, well into positive territory, right? We could be, you know, I mean, uh, FactSet's got uh, earnings so far this uh, quarter are 3.5% above the estimates. So analyst estimates have been guided lower by companies. They'd like to be able to beat their estimates every single time if they can. So they tend to be a little bit overly conservative. And, uh, you know, if uh, Bloomberg's got 1.8, FactSet's got down 22 Hey, if you, they come in 3.5 above estimates again next quarter, um, which is a little weak, uh, it, it has been running closer to 5% um, above estimates. So 
I think that, you know, you could get a positive number next quarter. It doesn't have to be a disaster. Um, people don't uh, take into account, you know, analysts and, and folks that are in this uh, forecasting uh, side, they're not taking into account the tremendous, you know, 20% plus earnings growth that we had in Q1 of last year, which sets the bar that, uh, you know, this coming quarter has to jump over. It's a really high bar. I mean, it's not like, you know, you got companies, they got to do uh, jump by a pole vaulting without the pole. Yeah. You know, well, get up, get up 18 feet, you know, yeah, well, well, over 20. Well, check this out. Okay. So energy, 92% earnings growth, 11%. Sales growth, energy, smoke in it. Materials, not so much. Negative 1% earnings growth uh, and 2% revenue growth. Not great, but you go to industrials, and this isn't looking too shabby. Up 18 on earnings and 6.83% on, on growth. And I'm, I'm hearing that, you know, industrials and, you know, industrial output production and all this kind of stuff is like bleak, abysmal, all this kind of stuff. I mean, they had a pretty good fourth quarter, man. Absolutely. The only uh, uh, sector that, you know, uh, is kind of biting the bullet this quarter uh, this for fourth quarter earnings is utilities down 5.2, according to fact set. Yeah. Right I mean, there. You know, if you're if you're a, a, a high dividend uh, fund and you've got a lot of utilities, which we don't, uh, that's not what, uh, you know, our stock screens are uh, telling us are good, you know, uh, but, you know. Uh, utilities have not done well in terms of uh, earnings and price has been held back too. I mean, they're, yeah. They're, and I've, I've got a negative 7.44 on my side on Bloomberg over here. So it's, it's not too good on the utility side, consumer discretionary, you know, very strong. They're up 13% on earnings uh, revenue, uh, you know, seven and a half percent staples, not bad, low single digits, healthcare, strong, you know, close to double digits, earnings and revenue financials weak. Uh, down one on earnings, up three on sales growth. So financials are kind of a, another hickey on a, what is a good earnings season here. Um, information technology, 4.91% uh, earnings growth and revenue growth is slightly under one. But, you know, dude, communication services, and this is the old tech, some of these consumer discretionary Amazon-type companies, up 21 on earnings and 13 on revenue. I mean, they're smoking it, dude. And by the way, Real estate earnings growth six point seven six percent. Check this out, though. Exciting revenue growth of twelve percent. That's with the twenty-seven and thirty-two reporting in the sector. That's strong, man. Right? Hey, you know what's you know what's strong for uh, you know Q four of uh, last year is industrials. I, I got a fax set number that's looking at eighteen point three percent quarter over prior year quarter. Yeah, growth. and I'm at eighteen point six four, dude. You know, and that was only projected at 14. So industrials are outperforming expectations. So, across so what's the board. with all these industrial, industrial, you know, output numbers, you know, um, that have been coming out early this year and, and manufacturing numbers are plummeting. I mean, there's a lot of doom and gloom out there on on industrials in general. Right. And is that yeah, I mean, is that is that because of the government shutdown? Is it because really the you know economy in the United States and worldwide is going down the tubes? I think it's a coalescing of things. You know, you got uh, you know trade related slowdown, 
which definitely impacts manufacturers pretty heavily. Uh, you know, you got a government shutdown, which is weighing on, you know, uh, uh, business confidence much more than consumer confidence and you know the business side is the industrial essentially capex is is what drives that but you know i think that uh we'll have to see how those numbers look i mean they they do look wheat all you right know, the numbers that are coming coming in so far this year don't look good yeah well we'll talk about this year in just a second i want to talk about q4 earnings for small and mid cap companies and you want to talk about weak Holy cow, this was surprising. Now, granted, not everybody's reporting yet. You only have 910 of 1997 reporting so far in the Russell 2000. But earnings growth, down 2.52%, man. Whoa. Whoa, and How can the, you know, revenue 577 the best area of growth in the market in terms of price appreciation has been small and mid cap companies. Whoa. And yet earnings are going in the opposite direction. I mean, Whoa. What's going on, man? Why in the world would that the, be? Going the on? only thing I can, I can extrapolate here is that earnings and revenue are projected to be better next quarter and throughout the rest of this year and early next year. That's the only thing I can, I can throw at you. I, I think it might be uh, just Fed put, Fed put, Fed put. Yeah. So that wasn't a skipping. That's not a skipping um, uh, record like yeah. in the old days, you know. No, I got you. I, I know. You know, we've been talking a lot about that lately and you keep throwing like, hey, this is really bad and this is really bad. I just say the Fed. You know, so our conversations have been, I, I don't know about that, man, because if the, the, the Fed will have eight people out there talking tomorrow about how, oh, we're not going to raise rates. And if we have to cut rates, we could do that. And we'll, t we'll talk about that right now, actually. Uh, oh, know, yeah. Today, Atlanta today GDP we get a now forecast, right, has been like 2.5% or above, like most of the quarter. Now it's plummeted to 1.5%. And now you today you yeah, come man. at me with like an article, you know, a couple of things that you've read that are like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. So tell us about the sky falling, please. Well, you know, you got a global industrial uh, 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 slowdown. You've got retail sales that slumped one point seven percent, you know, in December uh, against much higher expectations. And, you know, GDP for the fourth quarter looks like it's going to be trimmed in terms of, and you know, one of the things that's going to be a big surprise for the market to suck up whenever we get this number is we haven't seen the government's GDP for the fourth quarter release yet. You know, it was expected to be in the low threes. I think maybe it's going to be in, you know, maybe the mid twos. Uh, one of the economic uh, think tanks that uh, we follow, Capital Economics, um, you know, had their estimate for fourth quarter at 3.1. Uh, this morning, they said, nah, I think we're going to need to check that. How about 2.5? You know, with all of the uh, uh, growth-related um, high tests that we had from the Tax Act last year, you know, that's supposed to actually, you know, weaken. This is a bad, a bad deal, you know. But it goes back to the Fed, you know. So what the Fed gives, the Fed takes away. We talked about it. The Fed was raising rates too far too fast. 
they um, not only were raising rates, and you don't get to see the effect of that, when those interest rate hikes start to bite on the economy, man, it slows down pretty quick. It's happened time over time again. Hey, check it out. I just wrote an article about this. Uh, we put it out uh, today. You know, when the Fed is in control of the markets, look out. And, um, you know, that's what's going on. So right now, you know, the Fed did a flip-flop. And I believe that the reason why they made this tremendous flip-flop uh, from tightening to, uh, you know, a very dovish stance is because they know that the economy's weak and we're starting to see that. Industrial production numbers are down. You know, consumer sentiment is a little bit weaker um, than it was. Whoa, if you look at well, some of well, these- well, consumer, you know, uh, board consumer confidence, you know, has been weak. But Michigan actually bounced recently. Yeah, well, Michigan is. Let's see what the consumer board has to say when they publish. Yeah, OK. All right. So, hey, you know, I, I got ISM. Uh, manufacturing, this is services down, you know, uh, China's down, industrial production is down, you know, this is just, these are uh, negative trends, you know, uh, that would lead you to a consensus opinion, you know, that the economy is weakening. Um, and the next cut by the Fed, or the next action by the Fed is going to be a number one to reduce their balance sheet runoff faster than the experts think most experts are saying end of year i say june baby and <clears throat> i think that the they'll start slowing that down a little bit to give uh some uh liquidity is pretty tight in the in the market because of their balance sheet roll off that'll uh loosen up that uh liquidity constraint and i think that what we're going to do is we're going to see the fed cutting interest rates next not hiking which is what there's still an expectation of one hike out there. I don't think so. I think we're going to get a cut before we see another hike. So, How about that? I like it. I like it. And I like flip-flops, too. It's snowing here in New Jersey today, which kind of stinks, but I love flip-flops. So I don't mind a Fed flip-flop. If the market keeps going up, maybe we make some money for some people. I like making money. How oh, about I you? Love- I like it, man. One thing, you you know, is... Uh, Always been a Wall Street adage is don't fight the Fed. And man, everybody learned that over the last 10 years. Don't fight the Fed, baby. So, hey, we'll come back with uh, in a couple of minutes here. We'll take a short break, a little product commercial or something like that. Uh, we'll take a short break here. We'll be right back. We'll talk a little bit more about money-making strategies, potential money-making strategies, possible, uh, you know, ways possible. to make Maybe. money. Maybe you'll make some money. Maybe. Uh, after we get back from, from break here, all right? Don't wait another minute. Now you can get instant access to Bull Bear Radio from your Alexa or Google Home device. Simply say, Alexa, play Bull Bear Radio podcast or, okay, Google, play Bull Bear Radio podcast and sit back and enjoy. Subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. So we're back and uh, look, check us out everywhere. We're on Instagram, Bull Bear Radio. We're on uh, Twitter, uh, WBI president, WBI CEO, Bull Bear Radio. Uh, we're on iTunes. Subscribe to the dang podcast already. It's there almost every week. Great information. Just do it, okay? And uh, so anyway, uh, and, and enough of that. Um, but thanks for following. And, you know, share us with your mothers, brothers, and your friends. Um, you know, sharing is nice. It's just nice. It's what your mom said, right? You should share. Well, 
share the podcast. Well, I have lots of nice to say about uh, the Fed. I mean, they're letting the market go higher here. I love it. <laughs> I love a flip-flop. Flip-flops, dude, are cool, dude. I wish I was wearing flip-flops today, but I got boots on. Well, man, you're going to freeze your toes off. You got flip-flops on today, bro. Oh, I know, man. So, hey, let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, some potentially, you know, market-moving, money-making type of uh, stuff that you might want to do here if you kind of want to do it or whatever, right? Um, So, Don, you know, we're talking. You got small, you got mid-cap stocks, you got large-cap stocks. uh, You got all this bad data that's been coming out, leaking out. What would you do here, man? I'm, I'm like, whoa, market's going up, but you got all this bad information. What do you do? Well, listen, you stir in a little of that delicious Fed pudding (laughs) and you buy everything with both hands. As long as you've got an exit plan in case, you know, the Fed speak of the moment. Hey, man, we're going to get some tremendous Fed speak at the end of the day here, man. They're going to release their minutes and we're going to get all of the Fed governors and presidents and the Fed chairman are going to come out and say we uh, are really comfortable right where we're at. Uh, we don't think we need to raise interest rates anytime soon, and we remain very, very accommodative if that's necessary. Yep. Yeah. The I, global I, I, global, I like global that. economies are weak. There's no inflation, man. You know, so they've got a lot of latitude. What inflation? There. What inflation are you talking? Yeah, about? exactly. What what inflation? What inflation? You know, um, the, you know, they know the economy's slowing a bit. They want to be supportive to the economy and uh, financial markets. They want the bubble in asset prices and consumer spending to continue. Well, they got to keep That's the most- they got to keep the bubble intact here because, like, look, people aren't getting tax refunds. Hey, though, you know something you got to keep an eye on. They haven't not is, gotten their uh, tax refunds, and they're going to get less this year. Uh oh. I agree. Got to keep are. that asset they bubble are. going so they feel good enough to yeah. spend a little bit of money if they've got it. And then, and, and, and as long as we're not getting irrationally exuberant, okay, you may want to keep an you may want to keep an eye on the yield curve because uh, uh, twos and fives are already negative, and I think twos and tens are going to go negative soon. And what's that the mean? Fed's in such a what's that oh, mean? Oh man, that's a. Re- that's a big recession indicator. Most of the time, oh. high, high percentage of the time, that thing inverts. What you are you, an inverted what are you trying curve, to scare our listeners you, or something by saying the, uh, the no. R word, man? Recession. Hey, I'm trying, I'm trying to be balanced here, man. You know, this thing is holding together. As are you trying to be balanced or like a nice pair of comfy flip-flops? I want to be balanced. Balanced. Right now, right now, sun's up, market's up. No, 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 it's dude! It's snowing in. outside. It's snowing outside. Oh, not, not where I am. Oh, not it's where sunny where you are today. Got, you, you on I've the got road, sunshine, huh? Sunshine, baby, sunshine. All right, sunshine. Oh, I'm surprised. You know, we we we're not uh, Don. Anybody want to uh, cut? You know, some sort of record out there. You know, uh, Donnie Buble is uh, you know available for uh, cutting up. Uh, <laughs> You know, classic records, probably cutting them up, oh, yeah. you know, for real, you know, I, I mean, I don't yep. mean in a good way. I mean, cutting them up. <laughs> oh, boy. That hurt some people's ears, brother. Whew. So, um, 
Dude, talk to me. To sing, talk bro. to me. You got the DRS strategy out there. I'm, I I want to talk about that for a second, you know. And this is not where you you stop listening to the episode. So listen up here because it, it's really exciting. It's a blend of passive investing and active. Don, talk to me about this. So we got, you know, 50% of the portfolio uh, invested in a smart beta, passive, um, high dividend, always invested, um, you know, to get that, you know, market participation that clients want, investors and advisors want. And, you know, the other half is actively risk managed. It's and why get, would you do that? You know, uh, why would you get, just put all well, your chips man, on black and go for, for, for the whole passive deal? Why wouldn't you just... Because, you know, make a whole per, uh, passive portfolio. I mean, I know you can do that, and you know, that's on the drawing board, and it's coming to a uh, WBI near you soon. Active security selection, no no risk management, no ability to to raise cash. But this thing's got fifty percent on the the passive side, and then you marry it to the active side. What's that supposed to do? Yeah, the the most intelligent way to do this is to blend active risk management, which can you know uh, because you're trying to protect on the downside, you may not get all the upside. Value and growth are about equal right now in terms of performance. Okay, we overdid uh, Smid it there. SMID is outperforming large cap uh, for the moment, which is uh, small and mid-cap stocks. Yep. And, uh, you know, we've got a blend of uh, uh, small and mid-cap, and we've got, you know... Um, and large. Uh, you know, things... Yeah, things are cooking pretty good uh, yep. from that perspective. So I think that... You know, markets are looking good. The place everybody's been talking Strategies about. Strategies up around money. double digits, by the way. Around double yeah. digits. Didn't throw out DRS a solid is. number there, but it's around double digits. One thing I gotta I gotta say I don't like what I what I hear in the media is, you know, this big talk about investing internationally, um, emerging markets, lots of risk. Man, outside the US, economies are weaker and risk is higher. Yeah, I just but don't see the, the risk output return trade in Germany there. is is skyrocketing, isn't it? No, Italy's not in a, res, in, in a recession. No, no. no. Uh, let's let's Europe throw it is, over there. Europe is Europe and China are both in you know negative trends. They're going to be in recession soon, in my opinion. And this is not a time to start putting oh whoa, 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 uh, wait a, a second money, you're a saying money to work in internationally you're you're saying that uh, that almighty China is going to actually print numbers that uh, would indicate that they're in a recession uh, their their uh, economy the numbers that we actually are even seeing from them their headline numbers which you know is like fake news made up. Um, are, are positive, positive right now, but you're saying indicate. that they they would print negative numbers. They're trending. They're or, trending or, negative. We're talking about negative growth rates. Yes, uh, negative growth rates. If but you, you get a you contraction, said, yes. if you get a contraction in growth, yes, for two consecutive quarters, you're getting into recession territory. Uh huh. That's where they're going. That's where they're going, bro. All right. You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we can talk more about that next on the next Bull Bear Radio. Number 63. 63. All right. Catch you next week. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. 
Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time. And there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations services and fees are in the form ABV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments Bank. Although a company may pay a dividend, prices of equity securities, including those that pay dividends, fluctuate. Investing on the basis of dividends alone may cause an investor to buy or sell certain securities when circumstances may or may not be favorable. The dividend retirement strategy is subject to investment risk, including the possible loss of principal. The ETFs in the dividend retirement strategy may invest in other ETFs, mutual funds, and exchange-traded notes, which will subject the account to related additional expenses of each and the risk of owning the underlying securities held by each. Investment risks may include but are not limited to market, economic, political, interest rate, currency exchange, leverage, liquidity, credit quality, model, portfolio turnover, trading, REITs, high-yield stocks, non-diversification, concentration, commodities, options, new fund, and client-specific restrictions. WBI's passive ETFs are not actively managed, and WBI does not attempt to take defensive positions in declining markets.